It takes me like three minutes to make. You take too long to compose the post. Well, then you do it, Just scale it down. You help. Help me with it then. I'm just saying, I think... If it takes you three minutes, then you get on there and kill it. Well, because you don't have to. You don't have to make a, a you know a, a three paragraph post. Well, you don't have to. I mean, I feel like most of this shit I post is silly as fuck, and y'all go make fun of me anyway. <laughs> so, how deep you been getting in that, Captain Morgan? Because you sound like you're in your too feelings. Deep. I'm not. I mean, I'm not in my feelings. Okay, necessarily, <laughs> but you know, I mean, I'd like some help with it if we're okay. Good. If yeah. <laughs> Again, though, I would love it. I, mean, if, I, I would love. I would love it if this is how you feel to just let me know, I'm instead not, of just like not doing well, it. I've been really sensitive lately. I've been really. I could tell. Been really sensitive. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I don't know when to ask for help. I already told you Twitter that to, you abandoned them. I told. Yeah, that, and they were like, they were like, Blake, Blake would never leave us, and I was like, he doesn't give a fuck about you. <laughs> <laughs> he hates you. You're a burden to him. That's like he would never say that. It's, it's like, like, just like sound that. clip. It's like to I don't me. like it. They're a burden. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. What did we do this past year? We went to the Cherry Blossom Festival. Hey, yeah. hey, I share about hey. some fair. Love is in the air. That was fun. That was tight. Yeah, I had a, like, a lot of fun, actually. And like, by love, I mean and pollen. Stuff. Pollen is in the air. Um, yeah, tree love. I, I was just talking about how if I ever leave Georgia, I lose a little bit of my... Superpowers. Yeah, because I don't really get affected by pollen, and I am, have I have good heat resistance. I mean, yeah. like when you can literally blow your nose and it's yellow and you're kind of unaffected, you have a superpower against pollen now. Yeah. Like yeah. you have it. Um, I always say like full pollen seasons and swing when it's draining. It's not even yeah, raining. Yeah, yeah. Like the pollen just naturally drains yeah. in the water reservoir. We're, we're at like, that point. Yeah. yeah. We're here. It. We're here. We've reached. This is also one of the best weather periods oh. in Macon, Georgia. Also, I got to see some shit because I was describing to someone when the first pollen hits and it's like it covers everything and then you get a little bit of rain everything gets so slick yeah. i was trying to explain that to someone i was like pollen when wet is slick as hell yeah, yeah. and uh, i actually saw a car crash happen because of it someone uh, hit their brakes really hard it just rained and yeah. pollen all over the ground first time this year and they slid and rear-ended someone i was like mm. I told you, person. I should. You should have fucking. You should have fucking should've, listened to me. Should have listened to me. <laughs> I told you. Yeah, there, there's there's a an unhealthy amount of pollen going on right now, and the rain just like it just stirs it all around. It really does. I it, can't tell if I fuck with Liam's new look or not. Like Liam is rocking this like Hawaiian. I dig it. T-shirt, yeah. but like a good Hawaiian T-shirt. I'm mm-hmm. like uh, and. Not, I mean, not Hawaiian T-shirts. I'm sorry, it's not a Hawaiian T-shirt. Oh, it's, it's like a, yeah, it's, it's a short sleeve button down. It's a short sleeve button down with palm trees on it. But he's got these fucking like acid wash jean shorts, acid yeah. wash jean shorts that mm-hmm. he's cuffed up. I've cuffed them up, and they're tight enough to where the cuff works. Because yeah. like we found out this weekend that like he tried to do the cuff on a pair of jeans, yeah, but it wasn't working. They weren't tight enough, and it was fucked because like I couldn't. Like you kept <laughs> asking me if it looked good, and I and I couldn't give well, you the real answer. I couldn't see. I like yeah. you're, when you your your calves are hard to see. You mean is that you why you is that why you bought like that giant mirror in your house now? <laughs> no, well, Aaron wanted that. It's like some legs in them. Well, we got. I mean, we just got a giant mirror that goes at the end of our hallway, which is dope <laughs> as hell. But it is nice to have like a full size mirror. Freak that me I can out see. when I'm drunk as hell in that. I house. like to think that he was just like, oh, so I can't count on my wife or my best friend <laughs> yeah. to tell me if I look like Tom <laughs> fucking gonna, Sawyer. I'm gonna get an eight foot mirror. Yeah, it went from like I went from being like Brooklyn hipster to Tom Sawyer in. You did in look a, like Tom Sawyer. In, in, yeah, things escalate role. when you have the hawaiian shirts on things things roll. escalate it wasn't the pan- it wasn't the hawaiian shirt it was the 
Okay, so I was wearing skinny jeans, but at the ankle, they're like the ankle and calf was loose. Yeah, was they're very, loose because uh, I've had them for a long okay. time, so they're all they needed. Out to, they weren't like fitted. Yeah, no. so I need like I need to get some some skinnier some skinnier jeans if I'm gonna do the the jean cuff. But you know, cuffing on the shorts. This is is weirdly working for me. Like at first, I I was I wanted to clown on it, it's, and now I'm like, I'm kind of like. Damn, I, I kind of dig this look. I'm right? I kind of want to match. I kind of want to match it. I'm shining. Yeah, I'm I think shining. we should all stunt. Well, I got way. my like my Euro Trash shorts on, and I got my Dad on Vacation shirt on. So like, you know, hide your hide your mama, hide oh, your mama, real and quick. Kids better be in bed by have you, have you ever watched the Our Public Freakouts and like seen the recurring people that post and kind of like align with them? No, I've never checked out the accounts. Um, never there's the a accounts. recurring guy. He's called the Angry Cyclist. Liam, I'm sure you know this man. Is he one of those guys with the GoPros? Yeah, and he who, just rides. He rides like in a busy oh, city, oh, and he oh. yells at people that are doing wrong. Oh no no no! Yes, and, I do and, know that. And I like this guy. Videos. Like I, I kind of like him. You like him? Yeah, like you know people like drive. Cart arc. Well, a, well, he'll, he's like pulling one. through. Oh, he's, he's riding through the bike legend. lane, and he just yells at people. He's like, "Wrong way, idiot! You know, wrong way, asshole!" Yeah, on the right. Yeah, and I was like, I kind of dig it. Really, yeah. I, I get annoyed by shit. Blake like is that. Blake is an intense rule follower. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get you. Bootlicker. Blake, Blake is about. You no, are no. a bootlicker. Well, yeah, but well, like that's not what I meant. I meant that you're. Well, let's call it. You know, let's call, call it what it is. Call it what it is. Okay, let's let's put it in corporate <laughs> terms. Blake is process based. <laughs> yeah, he enjoys procedure. I just think there should be consequences to actions. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I think that rules are meant to be followed. That a covenant without the sword. Is but words. All right. And his disrespect, for he is pleading the case of the prosecution by his contempt for all that is holy. I object, I object, I object. On what grounds is it possible that something is holy to the celebrated agnostic? Yes. The individual human mind. In a child's power to master the multiplication table, there is more sanctity than in all your shouted amens and holy holies and hosannas. Welcome to Taps Nass, where when you quote John Locke, people look at you like you're fucking dumb. I'm here <laughs> with, with motherfucking, uh, who's joining me by? Uh, join me by that timing. Uh, join me by yesterday's newspaper that you forgot about, but it hadn't forgot about you. Damn. Um... You gotta at, watch. That's a dangerous at, motherfucker. Right at the top of the show, you can quote Tarver Peterson on that, Blake. <laughs> TP. Uh, at the top of the show, we invite you to follow us on social media on uh, the newly uh, taken over Twitter at TapsNapsPC. No, Twitter uh, is abandoned. Do not check our Twitter. Right. <laughs> Do not check Twitter. There will be nothing there. Uh, and on Facebook, <laughs> actually, um, we should just post like twerking videos. You'd be surprised the amount of gravity you can achieve on Twitter by simply posting asses moving. Yeah. Asses in motion. Especially like the best ones. So we should just post Meg the Stallion twerking because mm. she's the best twerker. Well. And I would contend has the I, greatest ass I think, in the uh, known human population. I think if you started a Twitter poll, it would get at least 100 retweets on that mm. alone. And I would actually argue with anyone about that topic. Yeah. Okay, so that's an open call to all of our ass Any, Anyone that wants to argue with me over that, this very base, silly topic. Mm -hmm. That Tarver takes <laughs> very serious. seriously. Say, like, that's not important to me, but our IG is 
a meme page. <laughs> the IG is good. If you yeah. want to check out something out, check out the IG, which That's is Tap Snaps Podcast. Yeah. yeah. It has yeah. nothing to do with the podcast. It's the just, Facebook, again, though, right now is pretty inactive, but where would they find us on Facebook? At Tap Snaps 3. And uh, I've been post. I posted a few memes on there recently. And we have some like good fans on t- on Facebook. Though. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. we and, got killers. And we got great in- interaction on Instagram. We got, we we, we, got we are actually right now looking, um, in all seriousness, for a, a young college student that would like to gain some experience running a social media account. And for free, we can just, or three, yeah, for free, <laughs> uh, yeah, for free. Or three of them for free. Well, yeah, I mean, you you don't yeah. Instagram and Facebook. I'm super cool. If you like post on one, I mean, maybe you not take over Instagram because Liam kind of likes Instagram, but like maybe Facebook and Twitter, you yeah. just run those two and you have carte blanche to have as much fun as you want. Well, you have carte blanche, but I will approve everything. No, okay. He will not. <laughs> okay. Well, you do fun. not, wanted, you do not to get, I wanted to try. Both like, you already don't use them. You can't like abandon <laughs> them I will. and then be like, I right. control them like <laughs> yeah. a fucking boomer boss. Well, and also you have, you know, you're an admin on the page. So if you don't like something, you can just delete it. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm serious. If you want to run the tap snaps, um, social pages, in fact, there's, I should just put this out straight to y'all. If y'all want to do it, if there's one of y'all that wants to like be like, Hey, I actually have been thinking this Twitter game is weak as fuck for a long time. And I want to take it over. Let's go. You know, I got, I got a name or two in my head. Yep. And (laughs) young, Mr. Young Cody Avant. If you want to fucking, that's like a true, uh, a true killer uh, man who has a really good sense of humor. So I think if you want to take that shit, (laughs) <laughs> Take it and run with it. I, I'm just telling you, I'm passing the ball to you. Get up in the DMs. See what's up. See what's up. Talk to Blake. Take yeah. it from him. Take it from him. He's weak and old. Take now his, is your time. Take his crown. He's like the emperor uh, in the Dark Crystal. Crystal. He's like trying to hold on to the scepter. He's like, I'm still emperor. <laughs> and Cody, if you want to take over the social media and turn it all into Mickey Rourke posting, I'm... 70% yeah, I'm, okay with I'm it. As long yeah, as in the like, body of the text, you talk about the episode yeah. <laughs> and encourage people to listen. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, really the most sure. important thing. That's just once a week, though. The rest of it, you could just turn our page into a Mickey Rourke forum, and that's yeah, fine. That's cool. Yeah. I like Mickey Rourke, too. I like Mickey Rourke. He's had a great evolution of a career and an interesting life. Um, yeah, he's the, a cool guy. It's the Mickasance. He can pull off a toothpick, too. Not everybody can do that. Right. He can pull right. off a toothpick pretty hard. Yeah. Um, he's my favorite Iron Man villain, too. Yeah. He was yeah. A, yeah. Marvel villains are pretty weak. I liked him. I liked his character though. Ooh, I don't know if we're gonna I don't think we're gonna talk about it in an article, so I'll just bring it up at the top of the podcast. The Snyder Cut. I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it's four it. Four hours long. It's four hours long. And like Does it require like outside reading too? No, no, I don't think so. Like I don't think you really have to watch I, I couldn't remember I had seen Bits and pieces, like I just skimmed through the Joss Whedon one. I remember just to be like, "What's going on here?" Okay, bunch of is bad. Okay, and uh, same with Batman versus Superman, though. I like, I don't care about that. I don't care no, about no, Suicide no. Squad. I don't care about DC movies, except for like the Nolan Batman's, the Nolan Batman, the Batman. Yeah. Do you and even count, then just really the first two? Do you count Joker as a DC movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess Joker too. Did you like Joker? I like Joker. Okay. I thought, you know, I, I think I think a lot of people like Joker for the wrong reasons. Okay. But I do like it as a movie. But um yeah, the 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 thing with this Justice League movie is I'm just like, if your movie is four hours long, you failed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it should have been 
I agree. Two movie, two three I, movies. I, I think that's. I think Liam's onto something really important that people are kind of giving a pass on the Snyder Cut yeah. for, which is if you need four hours to tell your story in one movie, you have failed some part of movie making. Yeah. It shouldn't be, and like like Liam said, if it's going to be four hours, then you write two movies. Yeah, yeah, you well, break like, it into two. I mean, there was a which is what the Hobbit should have been was two movies. Yeah. yeah. And Ender's Game. There's a Wonder Woman Ender's, movie. Ender's Game should have been three movies. Actually. No, no, Ender's Game should have been two movies. It's been well, the first well, half and then the second. Yeah, Ender's Game is not that long of a book, bro. It really is, well, and it's like a middle schoolers read. Yeah, that it's book. a youth book. Yeah, it should have been five movies. That's in why my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would enjoy. Well, I would there have are watched multiple it all. books. Yeah, so yeah, you can read those. Way. You yeah. could like it could have been Ender's Game and Ender's Shadow. Yeah, but like they had, they I think they were just trying to like. I mean, they've been making movies almost as long as. Marvel or like for Marvel has like a like a five maybe a five or six year head start on like the DC I can't remember when Man of Steel came out yeah but like it's just I I know that Marvel is like way into their plan and they're they can release movies now that are like multiple superheroes and like every movie can essentially be yeah. sort of an Avengers movie yeah but they really earned that. They, they did. They, like, did. they, they worked did. for it. They they released movies for like seven years. That's set up. That's to that. set up to that. And like they they established everybody. And with the Snyder cut, I'm like, okay, like cool, but I just am gonna be, I'm just bored. Like, because right. this is two or three movies just jam packed into one. And so, did they have a Flash? Have they had a Flash movie? I don't think the Flash has gotten his own movie. No, just no, the shitty just, CW show. Yeah, that dumbass yeah. CW show that uh, a bunch of people were like, with the, with the guy that assaults his fans. And that's a different. Oh, did, does that? No, he's the one in the movie. Oh, that's the one in the movie that assaulted his fan. Yeah, Ezra, yeah. whatever. Ezra, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he like straight like choked a girl. What? Yeah, like yeah. some one of his fans came up and was like messing with him, and he kind of like choked her. Yeah, I remember that. It was really like un like. Awkward fish, awkward turtle. Yeah, huh. super. It was super weird. Yeah, it was really weird. I remember it kind of blew up for a second, and then it kind of just blew over. Yeah, but, but I mean, it, and it was, and they were like Jared Leto's Joker in this movie. And I'm like, he's in it. He's in the epilogue for mm-hmm. like a couple minutes. I'm like, what is this? Like, yeah, was, uh, we're just gonna try and give Jared Leto another chance. We're just. Gonna, I was like, how hard are we as a community gonna try to make? Jared Leto and Suicide Squad. Okay. Yeah. Like, can we stop? Like, I like Jared Leto. I'll say it. I like Jared Leto as an actor. Don't like him as a person. I like him as an actor. I thought he was great in Blade Runner. I thought he was great in that um, samurai movie. I forgot. I thought he was good in Dallas Buyers Club. Um, He's a samurai movie. uh, It's a one where he plays like a white Yakuza. He's like a. He's adopted. He's adopted. It's like the last samurai, but with uh, the yakuza and Jared Leto. I'm glad I have. It was okay. This. It was pretty good. One bad. Jared Leto can act. He can. He can. Yes. When he's he wants a good to. actor. Yeah. But like, I just, I'm just tired of everybody trying to make his Joker okay. It sucked. It's not good. And I get David Ayer. Like same thing with Zack Snyder. Apparently, it was a whole different. I don't care about that. Yeah. I don't care about that. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of y'all apologizing for these <laughs> shitty DC movies because even the Justice League with the the Ultimo four hour long director's cut was I. You watched it. I watched it. I watched it in two installments. Yeah, because I have HBO Max now. Cool. Well, my parents have HBO Max. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Wait, I think I have HBO Max with AT and T fiber. We actually have AT HBO Max. Let's nice. go. Well, then you can watch the the. I will cut, not. The Snyder. I cut. will give props to the DC Universe for canceling uh, Amber Heard 
from her upcoming. Oh, they finally came. The reprisal of her role as uh, Aqua Bitch. As Aquaman Lady. Yeah. Let's not disparage all women. Well, can, no, you know. just her in particular. Yeah, Blake. Well, you know, I love women and I'm a champion of women. Well, then be more creative with your shit. You're right. I'm sorry, King. <laughs> You're all good. Uh, <laughs> but moving moving right into it, Liam. To uh, some real light news. I'm just trying no. to lift us all up. <laughs> from BBC News, Boulder shooting. Ten victims and suspect identified by police. This was a wild. This was, was this the biggest mass shooting of 2021? Yes, so, so far. far. Yeah, so far. Which, uh, which is like we're like, early he- in the hedge, season. Hedge your bets. We're like, really yeah. just we're as America. You guys, you know, we have different seasons for sports and stuff. We're rolling in a mass shooting season right about now. Yeah, I mean, this is like the unfortunate thing about America, and like one of the things that I had kind of taken for granted with the country being on sort lockdown. of like varying stages of lockdown is that mass shootings went down. Yeah, heavily, but now, heavily. But now we're but, opening back up, and so are yeah. the shootings. It's a, it's, it's an ebb and flow thing. It's like, okay, we, you know, because of the precautions we took against the pandemic, you know, we lowered uh, these shootings. But the people that would commit these crimes have just been sitting there, fucking fuming. Here's my test for you to see how much of a, like a cold-hearted investor you are. Uh huh. When you heard about this, did you go buy stock in a major gun company? No, no. I mean, no even no. though you know the stock would have gone up. Oh, I know. But okay. no, I didn't. I don't have the money or resources for a proper entry point into those uh, positions. So yeah. I imagine those stocks stay pretty high, high, yeah, high. But yeah. you know that it went up. Yeah, and it will. It will. Um, I mean, and everything as a result will catalyze it further. Just speaking, you know, right? On the the, on the suing legislation, debate. suing debate. Yeah, I know we can get into the article, but I just want to say that <laughs> is there a duck in here? Past the. <laughs> Past the horrific um, occurrences of this mass shooting, we know the script as Americans so well by now yeah. that it is um, boring to watch yeah. the news. Not of the event. I'm saying of the response that politicians have. Like yeah. Joe Biden releases a statement. Mitch McConnell releases a statement. I'm like, I'm like, it's like pro, pro wrestling at this point. Like, I know what the heel is going to do. We see the arc. The, we see the arc yeah. of the story, and we know yeah. everyone's response. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the, one thing. One thing I will say in Joe Biden's like co- positive column in terms of like putting his money where his mouth is, is that he was one of the big supporters of the assault weapons ban that got passed during the Clinton administration. Yes, he was. So like he has taught the talk. He he walked the walk. He's walked the walk before, but I mean, it's just times are different now. And I've noticed in the, in the media coverage is it's, it's what's different about this is that you don't even really see that many other people besides like the most national figures coming out and saying like you, there's no lower level congressional representatives coming out and being like we need to pass legislation or like yeah. thoughts and prayers like it's t's and p's it's yeah t's and p's and it's it's just everybody it's just old hat now like people aren't even trying yeah like, we're not even going through all of the motions let's well, go go yeah, ahead and take uh, it in take us into it take 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 hey liam take us into it take us in what does it mean to play us out Because I'm going to go back to the ministry and allow them to perceive me as I am a fucker. The attack at a King Supers market in Boulder ended when police arrested one lone suspect after exchanging gunfire. Police have not confirmed a motive. 
The, suspe the suspect faces 10 counts of murder. President Joe Biden has hailed a police officer and father of seven who was killed and has called for Congress to enact stricter gun control measures. The grocery store is located in a busy shopping plaza in Boulder, a north central Colorado city about 30 miles away from the state capital of Denver. It comes less than a week after a mass shooting left eight dead, including six Asian women, at three spas in Atlanta. President Biden on Tuesday renewed his call for a ban on assault weapons and high-capacity magazines, as well as an end to loopholes and background checks. Acting U.S. Attorney Megan Daugherty stressed, Michael. Oh, excuse me, Michael Daugherty stressed the investigation was, quote, in its early stages, but uh, Ahmed Al-Aliwa, uh, Al-Issa, 21, was the only suspect involved. Sorry, I got, I, I thought I was done halfway through his name. That's my bad. He said Mr. Al-Issa was from Arvada, Colorado, and had lived most of his life in the U.S. On Monday, authorities said the investigation would take, quote, no less than five days to complete. Eyewitnesses said the suspect was armed with a rifle. Unnamed police sources told the U.S. media it was an AR-15-style rifle, a semi-automatic gun that was used in several mass shootings across the U.S. Aerial footage later showed the suspect, suspected gunman handcuffed and shirtless with an apparent injury to his leg being put onto a stretcher for treatment. Mr. Al-Issa is being held at a local hospital and is expected to be transported to the county jail later on Tuesday. The supermarket shooting was the seventh mass killing so far this year following a uh, lull in mass killings during the pandemic last year, according to a database compiled by the Associated Press, USA Today and Northeastern University. The database defines mass killings as four or more dead. Advocates of stricter gun control have been point have pointed to such shootings as reasons for reform. A lull. Yeah. A lull in the shootings. That's Just a lull. Could have yeah. picked a better word there. It's a slight <laughs> dip. Yeah, yeah, like a lull. You know, we we kind of like wish there were more, but there's been a lull. <laughs> you know, like so. But uh, yeah, it's ugly as shit. Um, also, I I, uh, I got a hot take for this. Hit me. Uh, yeah, I think AR-15s should come with like special um, provisions for their purchase and uh, possession. Like, I think exclusively AR-15s and other similar rifles should. What type of provisions? Um, I think uh, a yearly mental wellness check. Okay. Um, I think appropriate paperwork and filing that you have it in your possession and having a license for it that's renewed annually or biannually evenly. Yeah. Um, and I say this as someone who is easily easily the biggest gun advocate in the room and loves guns. And, and I don't know. You know. Liam's a pretty big gun advocate, too, now. Well, he kind of <laughs> flipped on me. Well, the the issue here is is that after you shoot an AR-15, it gives you a lot of insight into the libertarian nonsense that everyone should have one. Right. Because it's such a fucking weapon of death and destruction. Yeah. I mean, it's un it's literally until you shoot one and see the ease. Like, you could give this to an 11-year-old and he would have a high... Kill count. Yeah. Like, I mean, a precision, the precision of yeah. the rifle is absent the skill of the user. Yeah. And that's what makes the gun so deadly. And I mean, among other reasons too. Well, that but, high capacity magazines, like uh, there's, there's, I, I, I am a gun control advocate. I think that it should be insanely hard to get a gun, any gun. And right. I think that it just like, there's no reason if you are a gun advocate, if you think that anybody should be able to have a gun, that's fine, but it shouldn't be that hard for you to wrap your noggin around regulations. Just shoot one. I mean, li literally, like, shoot an AR-15, go to a range, rent one, and shoot one, and then come back and tell me that every American deserves to have one and should have one with, well, I mean, no, like, with no oversight. The it, classic it's... argument, though, that everybody, that all these, like, major gun people start to buck up with whenever you say something specifically about 
assault style weapons, which is there's like they're, they're like there is no such thing as an assault. Right. Weapon. So we don't even yeah. give yeah. them that bait yeah. anymore. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Bait. I don't. Bait. I don't. It, it, it is bait. Like it is bait. It's, it's a. It's just a distracting. It's semantics. Distracting. And it is a sort of nonsensical argument because if you know how to use a gun. Sure, you can definitely kill as many people with a handgun in a grocery store as you can with an AR-15. Uh, example but provided, not John a, Wick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. But, but like that is not that is not a positive argument for less restrictions. Yeah. Like that's what that's where I get lost. Where people are like, "Well, you can just kill as many people with a handgun as you can with an AR." It's like, yes, absolutely. So it should be hard to get a, a handgun too. It's but I mean that's <laughs> such a silly, ridiculous, slippery slope argument where you're just like, "Well, I mean, if you could just do that, I mean, it, it everything kind of just devolves mm -hmm. at that point." Into this fatalistic, yeah. cynical, bullshit, bad faith argument, which yeah. has been which is the just status like people are just going to die. Yeah, you can just get mass killed in a grocery store, and it's what it is. It's and like, well, and also life is meaningless anyway. So like, murder should just be legal. I mean, what the fuck does it matter? Like, or if like you know, if there's an afterlife, and what is why is murder even illegal? Like, what is the fucking problem? Like, yeah. we're just going to go to the afterlife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like. Pass a mental health check before. That's one I, that I. See, that's the, one that Blake said, and you just said that I completely fucking agree with. And any time that somebody has an issue with that, I'm like, fuck you. Then, well, yeah. if you don't pass it, then fuck you, because these things are not difficult to pass. Yeah. Well, I mean, for competent, sane people, sane people yeah. And if you can't pass, pass it, yeah. you know, if you, have you a shouldn't have a gun. Of violence and aggression, and you know, making statements that are otherwise unseemly to for you to possess a weapon capable of delivering the amount of devastation exclusive to the AR-15 and AK platforms, yeah. which are just mass killing instruments of yeah. war. I mean, I will say it, of war. Like, you can hunt deer with an AR-15, sure, if you're an asshole, but that's a weapon of war. Make no fucking mistake about it. Like, yeah. If you want to hunt 75 deer. Yeah, I mean, like, like, like the, biggest, the biggest thing I've ever seen for someone, like, saying, uh, and, and this is just a, a libertarian aside, because, you know, I, I stay out here for my libertarians. I want to bring them in to the fold that uh that there is a lot of libertarian nonsense associated with the gun control arguments i'm here to quell it as one of you i'm here to quell it but uh the only argument i've ever seen about using ar-15s to hunt is for hunting boar that's it i get Be that that that's it and that's the only use case i would agree with that you need a platform like that to yeah. hunt boar um because boar are literally like a but I mean, it's a specific thing. Well, I yeah. think I think exactly what Blake has said. If it, if Blake has a fucking big plot of land in a piece a part of Texas, and boar, wild boar are fucking up his land, and he walks into a gun shop, I think Blake would have special consideration, and there could be paperwork he could file yeah. to get an AR-15 yeah. and go out there and, and kill those fucking boars. And you'd boar. be surprised that shit already exists and that's freedom. In some states, yeah, that now, means that's that's what it means to be a free nation. Yeah. It doesn't mean that that. I can walk in like the like or like the fucker Whoa. did that killed those all those Asian all those sorry not just Asian people but people that were killed in the massage parlors and in other places. Well, he I'm, got a gun that day. I'm really yeah. interested to see um, how this guy got this weapon. Um, when they, you know, it's it's so funny too because they know what kind of fucking weapon he had. Yeah, they oh, haven't he released got it, it yet. He got it on March 16th. Oh, he, he did. It. Yeah, he actually bought it the same day as the Atlanta shooting. So he bought oh. it the same day the Atlanta shooting. Then he went out. And maybe inspired by the Atlanta a shooting. A week later. Oh, yeah. let's not get carried away, but maybe, maybe. Um, but the fact it's not that like these mass shooter guys don't compare their kill counts to each other, we know that to be a case. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it depends, but uh, 
I mean, the news I will say is is getting better, but it's still not there in like the reporting of these individuals. Yeah. Once they start like giving them barely a blip of attention and not even showing their picture, then they I think they'll do some real damage to to people that the wanna, ego boost. Yeah, of it all. absolutely. Because yeah. yeah. they get to see their picture, even though who would ever like the Atlanta shooter and this guy. I mean, this guy's twenty one and bald, like as fuck. And then the other guy has the greatest struggle beard I've ever seen in yeah, my entire life. He looks like, like he fell yeah. out of a mind shot. Like you could, you could cut off like, you know, one of my nuts and I'd still have more testosterone in my like little pinky than this kid has ever had in his life. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, but, but yeah, but I mean, just, also, there's just like been a nothing but like angry outlets online for these people to just go and get real mad. They just go and they get, they get big so mad. mad and then they're uh, like, Oh, and then I, they get gaslit by other people on there. And they're like, Oh, I should go and like shoot up a, a, a grocery store or and, a bunch of massage. And parlors. then user like, and then user, uh, fucking Magnolia fan 23 is like, yeah, you should, you fucking should. Yeah, like, you you should. won't, you won't do it. You won't do You're it. Scared. I bet you won't post it. Yeah. I want you you won't live stream it. I bet you don't strap the phone to your chest and stream it. Yeah. And then it's like, Oh, I don't have a gun. Well, good like thing that, I can go and get an AR 15 today. Like Christchurch in New Zealand, where yeah. the guy like streamed it. Yeah, and it was just shouting memes. Yeah, the whole time. Yeah. It's a horrible tragedy, and but like I said, the response to it, we we all know it so well that it's it's hard to even get energized about it right now. Because well, it is like, of course, the tragedy is is horrific, and I want to see change. But like this song and dance, until we get to another stage in this debate, because we're still at the, we're always at the first stage. Like we haven't really got legislation in Congress that seems like it has a chance of passing. When we get to that state, well, we're at a different discussion point. Well, yeah. it's because, in my opinion, it's because some of the measures that they're taking are too extreme. And yeah, ran- they're going too far over to the like too far restrictive, or against like, and and honestly, <laughs> if you the Democrats right now can pass good. Um, regulation, yeah, they can legislation, and <coughs> the the thing is, is passing it federally and then battling state well, laws. If we get rid of that filibuster. Yeah, well, yeah. Once we, we haven't gotten rid of the filibuster. No, no, the filibuster is going strong. My guy, it's going strong. No filibuster. Well, they um, they can't filibuster forever. But but realistically, I think Tarver's onto yeah, something. Yeah. You're they're passing some of the measures that they're proposing to pass are too extreme. And realistically, we need real world solutions to these problems. And I think I have a few. One is I would say biannual wellness checks. Like, okay, you want to own high powered capacity rifles. Cool. Once a month, you have to go see a therapist and that therapist clears you for, for the renewal of that license so that you may possess that firearm. Yeah. I mean, I used to think that that was a bit of an overstep. I used to think that that was kind of anti-American, yeah. but as I said, once you see and feel what these weapons can do, there is something missing in the equation. The fact, the simple fact that like this guy was able to get one, like a 21 year old purchasing an AR 15 is, you know, for reasons of leisure yeah, is, is kind of weird. I think we should treat them like tools. I mean, I think, I think honestly in a utilitarian sense, we should treat them like chemicals. There's certain chemicals that if you want to purchase to do X, Y, Z, um, they get flagged as like a red card chemical and you have to state your explicit purpose for possessing and using it. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to pass a background check and like why you're going to use it and what means (laughs) you're going to use it for. These things are true in almost every kind of instance of uh, purchasing volatile things that can be used to hurt people. Why not guns? Yeah. And I've also said too, um, several times to the people that are like, well, there are checks and there are things that you have to do when you buy it 
uh, gun from a gun shop from like, yeah, there's this, there's a background check and usually takes like 24 hours or sometimes you can walk out of there with the gun. But if you go to a gun uh, show where the, the prices are higher, like at a gun show, their prices are higher, but there's almost no oversight at all. Like, and you can get things that uh, you could not get without like going on a waiting list or, uh, maybe not get it all at a at a at a like a hard location store like a brick and mortar store. Yeah, yeah. I just think pass a mental health check, regularly renew a license that actually requires a test to pass. Yes, instead of just being like I have fingerprints, they're like here's a concealed carry permit. Yeah. What do you well, also have eighty dollars? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> now you can keep it going for the for the paperwork for the paperwork. Yeah. It's like now you can now you can hide a gun wherever you want to go. Like <laughs> it's just there there are common sense rules that aren't trying to take away anybody's freedoms or make guns illegal that should not be a big deal. Well, I think I think really what it is is a breakdown in kind of the fundamental language of the Constitution. Yes, you have the right to bear arms. Yes, this is an inalienable right provided to you by the United States Constitution. But I think that uh, obviously breaks down in the language of the AR-15. I think that is clearly a breakdown. Like, there is something lost in communication between the right to bear arms and the right to possess and own an AR-15. I think these are two separate things entirely. Now... <clears throat> You know where you go from that, you know, is up to you. But I don't. He think said, looking at his Donald Trump coin, <laughs> it's the fake one. <laughs> it was a real. Blake is literally clutching a Donald I'm Trump. Like, I'm sorry, Emperor Trump. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I think we should have mental health evaluations for owning these things. I don't think I don't like bump stocks either. <laughs> oh, also, um, the filibuster. I wanted to talk about real fast. The filibuster, no, you don't actually have, it's, I think a lot of people still think you have to talk during the whole thing. Oh, you don't. You don't. You just have to state your intention to launch a filibuster, and then that automatically forces a closure vote. So you have to, once you say, like, I'm going to filibuster, right? They, you, there has to be a vote of 60 or more senators to say, but before any action can be taken. So huh. you can just like go up and say, I'm going to filibuster. So, Why yeah. the fuck didn't we filibuster? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm sure there was some sort of like some fucking Mitch McConnell rules. Like, some oh, kind also, of bylaw, temporary bylaw. Well, passed. we did get the stimulus check passed. So at least like he is weakening. Yeah. 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 Well, that it would have been straight. Well, and we also got that passed through reconciliation. I feel like, I, yeah, yeah, true. That was just a simple majority. I feel like Mitch McConnell's like it. If you don't fear him, he loses his power. Yeah. I think, but like it, w- but with actual, like w- to get rid of the filibuster, which I think more and more people are coming around to, there are some steps being taken. Like they're going to go ahead and bring HR one, the voting rights bill to the floor and have a vote on it. And then I think just so that they can go ahead and get it filibustered and then be like, all right. So as you can see, um, one person is going to be able to stop all legislation from happening. So we need to go ahead and abolish this motherfucking filibuster so that we can get some laws passed around here. And then like all the little bitch ass Joe Manchins and Kirsten cinemas can be like, I said never, but now I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I can vote to get rid of the filibuster. 
All right, anyway. let's get into the next story. From BBC News, Brianna Taylor's boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, cleared of shooting police officer. Thank you for skipping the one before that. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is just a happy thing. Here's a happy thing, and we'll get into, we can go into the other one <laughs> if we have time afterwards. Right. Um, let's get it. Liam Reeds. Yay! <laughs> boyfriend of Brianna Taylor has had an attempted murder charge against him dropped after he shot and wounded a police officer at his home like an American. That was a, a Liam addendum. It happened during the incident when Brianna Taylor, a young black medic with no criminal record, was shot dead. Kenneth Walker had claimed he thought intruders were breaking in when police raided his home in Kentucky last year. No criminal charges have ever been brought over the shooting. Two officers were eventually fired. During the raid, Kenneth Walker fired at the officers, who he said he believed were attackers breaking into the couple's home. Police said they or claim they made it clear who they were before knocking on the front door. Before knocking the front door down, they repeatedly knocked on the door to reportedly. Excuse me. <clears throat> Let me increase the font size so that I don't keep doing that. They reportedly knocked on the door to announce their presence before breaking it down with a battering ram. Brianna's boyfriend said he then fired out of self-defense. Three officers returned fire with 32 shots, six of which hit and killed her. Her name became a part of the global Black Lives Matter protest as people demanded a thorough investigation into her death. Kenneth Walker was cleared of attempted murder two months after Brianna Taylor's death, but prosecutors were able to bring the charges back if new evidence came up. However, now a judge has permanently closed the case against him, meaning he can't ever be charged again over it. Quote, after the worst year of Walker's life, prosecutors have finally acknowledged that he did nothing wrong and acted in self-defense, Kenneth lawyer Steve Romanes told CBS News. Quote, he looks forward to continuing the fight to hold the real wrongdoers accountable for the harm that they've caused. Quote, both he individually and our community as a whole cannot begin to process the healing until that happens. So suck it, all you like uh, super diehard yeah. uh, Republicans that have hated on like the Brianna. That's the one that, that has gotten me the, the most. Because that's the one that that uh, certain f certain people will go after the hardest is the Breonna Taylor one. They won't dare go after George Floyd in front of civilized people, and they won't dare go after See, Ahmaud Arbery. Uh, I mean, actually, uh, you know, I've had the worst of the worst, which is my own flesh and blood, go after Ahmaud Arbery, um, which resulted in a pretty big uh, argument between us. But yeah. most big Republicans won't go after Ahmaud Arbery, Arbery, won't go after George Floyd as hard, but they will go after Breonna Taylor. Well, uh, I was going to say, um, point of order, um, not not just simply Republicans, but MAGA-tards, um, which I would like to file a, Sorry. a distinction between. Okay, fine. Point of um, order. Yeah, who are almost exclusively Republican, but we can. But, yes. So, yeah. Recognized, but. Who well, are I mean, all, I mean uh, all rectangles are squares. You know, well, these are squares the, and rectangles. These are yeah. things that are true. Yeah. We know this. Um, uh, also, uh, my experience has been different. I felt like they went after, um, they wouldn't touch George Floyd and like clear cut, like this was really fucked up. But, um, some of the stuff they were saying about Breonna Taylor was, that's what I just said. Yeah. Oh, oh, I apologize. I was agreeing with you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really gross. Like being like, oh, you know, well, you know, when you, uh, deal with stuff like that, right. you get what you deserve kind yeah, of, kind yeah. of shit. If he sold drugs, yeah, he ugly. got what he deserved. Yeah. If she was having sex with a drug dealer. Yeah. And like, okay, cool. It's the most despicable shit. Yeah. It's, it's gross as shit. Um, but, uh, ultimately, you know, 
some small forms of justice shaping up out of it. I was really surprised that the two police officers were let go. And the reasons they were let go weren't even really relative to their huge misuse of force. No. Yeah, there uh, were, there's one guy didn't have a body cam on, that's right. why he was let go. Um but yeah, I mean the it's really the proof's in the pudding. I think it was a misfire too. It was like a fire in the wrong way. If I'm recalling, we he, talked about he it. He drilled he drilled through someone else's apartment window. R- right. That's yeah. what it was. It wasn't yeah. the shots directly into Brianna Taylor's home. Yeah, I mean, and the language, I mean, the language is really clear once you read it. It's like, uh, so he shot at intruders that he perceived to be coming into his apartment, which is what happens when you have, you know, like warrants like this and execute them in this way. Shit like this yeah. will happen. And um, and several videos he, have come out of people, like one, I remember an individual that died like this too. It was a white guy. Yeah. Where they just mm-hmm. like in Arizona I think. and it was the yeah. wrong house. Yeah. They, yeah, busted they, they went into the wrong house and he just comes out with his gun like anyone like I would do. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Gets gunned down right there. Shot in the back. Straight up. Yeah. Straight up gunned the fuck down in his own home over yeah. a error. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like error. dropping to his knees also like dropping to his knees, putting his hands up, but they shoot him in the back because they're so well trained. Yeah. Which used to be a. An executable um, offense in Texas, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Well, a lot of things can get you executed in Texas, the great state of Texas. <laughs> if you shoot somebody in the back, because it means they're running away. Yeah, and that you just gun someone down in cold blood. Yeah, but uh, then, you know, they had they had started the police in Texas, and they were like, well, well you know, yeah, it's just common police. Well, probably get rid of that rule. But, uh, but, I mean, like, like this, like, I mean, returning 32 shots, like, holy shit. I mean, I mean, if you've if you've ever shot a gun, like I mean, the probably like their police issued weapons are nine millimeters, probably seven round capacities. That means all three of these people emptied all their fucking clips into them, and that can only be twenty one rounds, maybe twenty four at the most. So they reloaded and kept firing. Well, like three the, the, three officers, yeah, returned, seven each, which are in thirty two shots. So they yeah, were, yeah, one of them reloaded and kept shooting. Like that's a fucking amazing amount. I mean, that's gunfire. That's like the OK Corral yeah, yeah, yeah. type gunfire, a yeah. hail of bullets. Uh, it's it's absurd. Yeah. But I just feel so happy for Kenneth Walker that he's not like they're not. They can't fuck with him anymore. Yeah. They're not holding no. this over his head. They yeah. can't fuck with him anymore. anymore. And I mean, this is this is this article is about a week old. So this I mean, this happened last week, but it's worth talking about just because he. After all, after everything that happened to him. Losing they were his, still going to charge him his with girlfriend. Murder. Yeah, they yeah. still were going to charge him. I mean, the, and even after they dismissed that, those charges a couple months in, they were going to charge him for like assault on a police officer. Yeah, yeah. attempted murder on a attempted police officer. On a police yeah. officer. Yeah. yeah, and even after his, his this charge was originally dismissed, they still were like, "Well, if we get new evidence, we're going to we're going to hit you with it again." And then finally, now a year later, they're like, "Oh yeah, I guess we'll stop being shitty because it's like pretty." Well, much- a judge ordered it. That's the only reason yeah. they stopped. Yeah, yeah, it's. It's it's pretty ridiculous, and I mean, the which probably came from pressure from up above. Yeah, oh, I'm sure that's like somebody in the state legislature was just like, "Hey, um, we have elections, yeah, so you have to do something about this." Yeah, which like, is which is sad and cynical to say, but I think is right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's like a small, uh, but we I silver mean, lining, and and what has been a pretty 
well, dark also, and gloomy. In another episode, him. we covered uh, the Breonna Taylor law, which ended no knock warrants in this jurisdiction. In that jurisdiction, yeah. 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 Which, I mean, is, is huge progress. I mean, you know, any progress in stuff like this is huge progress because the you have to understand the, the police industrial complex in America has lived such a blessed existence. And by blessed, I mean blessed by the devil to do whatever they want, <laughs> whenever they want, no matter who they kill stomp on tread over ignore their rights so any type of police reform is a huge thing and is not and if you don't take it as that i think you're missing the uh, magnitude of any type of reform like that it's huge so it's all there have been some good things to come from this you know obviously mr walker getting his name cleared and getting you know this leverage taken away from him in pursuit of justice for his girlfriend's untimely and unnecessary death is big but the breonna taylor law in of itself is a testament to that as well is very big things yeah absolutely so that's a nice thing yeah take us into another nice thing do we want to completely skip the one that i skipped before yes okay Uh, no Yes, 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 yes. Okay. All right. Here's an article that only matters to Tarver <laughs> from BR Newswire. Yuck, make me, bitch. The last unicorn return home, returns home. Renowned fantasy author and screenwriter Peter S. Beagle prevails after multi-year legal battles against elder abuse and to retain control of his literary... Regain. Regain? Yeah. You said retain. Oh, to regain control of his literary legacy. I only correct them when they matter. I only correct the words that matter. <laughs> you know? Liam Ray. My name. Oh, let me tell you my name. Uh, I'm confused. <laughs> Following a lengthy bankruptcy court and California state court battle, Peter Beagle has finally reclaimed rights with respect to the vast majority of his intellectual property for the first time in decades. The bankruptcy case stemmed from a 2015 lawsuit in which Peter Beagle sued and prevailed against his ex-manager for elder abuse, fraud, and other serious claims. The bankruptcy court recently approved a sale, which was effect, uh, effectuated shortly before, shortly following that order that facilitates the return of Beagle's body of work to an ownership group that includes Beagle, the IP's creator and rightful owner. In 2015, Beagle sued his ex-manager. After four difficult years, in in July 2019, the Superior Court of California issued a judgment in Beagle's favor. According to the decision, Beagle won on four out of six causes causes that went to trial. Quote, financial elder abuse, which plaintiff also characterized as elder abuse constructive fraud, fraud, breach of fiduciary duty, and defamation, slander. Kathleen Hunt, Beagle's attorney in the case, said, quote, We sued because Peter had suffered from a host of injuries, including fraud and breach of fiduciary duty. When the trial was about to begin, actually hours before we were scheduled to be in court, his ex-manager filed for bankruptcy. Hunt, Beagle's estate planning lawyer, stepped up and took the case and took on the case pro bono after it became increasingly clear that Beagle was being abused. The court decided to bifurcate some of the bankruptcy matters from the claims made in the original case. Quote, First we won the trial, and then Peter and I followed his ex-manager right to the bankruptcy court. Peter wanted his reputation and his life's work back. I couldn't be happier, added Hunt. All I have to say, all I have to say is, I'm alive. I'm alive. The last unicorn 
I'm alive. All right. <clears throat> so let's. Uh, I'm alive. Oh goodness. <laughs> so what do you think about this case of elder abuse against one of fantasy's greatest writers, Blake? I wanted you to explore it a little bit more. Okay. Well, let me talk about it then. Um, so oh. Peter S. Beagle who wrote The Last Unicorn, which a lot of you, if you have uh, a little bit of an education in uh, fantasy books and in animated films from the 70s and 80s, this was the first, this is considered the first like uh, anime ever released in America because the uh, studio that animated it was Japanese, which is what, was um, to my understanding has always been the main uh, classification. Like the, the main anime. thing needed for it to be called an anime is it needs to be animated in a Japanese studio. Um, the style necessarily doesn't have to be any particular look. It just has to be made in Japan. So it was made in Japan. It was voiced by a cast of like really exceptional voiceover artists. Um, a lot of great actors of the day. And then the soundtrack was done by the band America. Um, and it follows the story of a unicorn who believes she's the last of her species and then sets out on a quest to find the other ones uh, or any remaining unicorns. She meets a group of travelers, makes her way to the ocean um, where she meets this king who hmm. is, uh, you know, obsessed with unicorns and the Red Bull Mm-hmm. And there she has to confront the Red Bull and her fears and drive the Red Bull into the sea and in doing so free her unicorn brethren from the sea. So I spoiled it. But that's the whole movie. You've had plenty of time. <laughs> but to the movie's the been movie. out since like nineteen seventy. And there's a wizard there. played by Alan Arkin. Yes. You can't spoiler alert movies that have been out in excess of thirty years. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't I This think, movie's older than yeah. me and, and everyone in here. So yeah. yeah. And most people listen to the podcast. Yeah. Well, that's great. I mean, elderly abuse is real shit. And the fact that um I was going to say there was a movie recently put out uh, about very similar things. I care a lot. Yeah. 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 So uh, uh, b- to the article, what would have happened in this case is that the manager would have said that Peter S. Beagle was um, no longer mentally capable of running his estate. Yeah. Taking control of his IPOs or I'm sorry, not his IPOs, his, his IPs, his intellectual, intellectual property. And, um, you know, cut off his source of income where, and it's very difficult, surprisingly for someone to be, to prove they're not yeah, crazy or senile, senile or yeah. have dement suffering from dementia. Right. It's not a very simple process at all. Person, man, woman, camera, especially TV. when you entrust yourself to like, when you give like a manager, uh, that has so much control over your life. Really? When you think about all the things that they have access to, they can fudge a lot. They yeah. can make their claims very credible to a judge. Um, and a judge is used to hearing these kind of things all the time. And it it's just an ugly, nasty business. Yeah. Well, especially what's especially insidious about this is that like after the manager was facing the writing on the wall, he just went ahead and filed for bankruptcy. Yeah. Like just completely... To protect him, showing yeah, to, to to but also showing his hand and it's like, oh yeah, I did, I did steal. And yeah, I, I stole. I filed for bankruptcy, so you can't, so you can't recoup your losses. Yeah, so you can't take everything. But there, are, there are works that Peter S. Beagle had that he was never able to release because of this. 
So now, um, yeah. So now there's going to be a whole another set of like uh, things that he's going to be releasing. So hopefully, TV shows, movies, um, and Peter S. Beagle, the last unicorn. You know, while like it may seem, you know, juvenile, I guess to some now, it's it's ranked, I think, in the top thirty-five fantasy books of all time. So it's it and it's a really respected film. Like if you if you watch it, and you're not with Liam laughing about the the songs or something, you might really enjoy it. Like Gwendolyn, like another no, top not thirty-five. Like, well, um, no, that fantasy the, film. That no, I don't watched. even. I don't even know if it's fantasy, man. I got really tricked. It's with that. more adventure. It's more. Well, there is some fantasy components, but it's more adventure. Gwendolyn, check it out with a. <laughs> What's her name? Tawny Katan from the White Snake. Video? Yeah, the redhead that like hit her, she MLB husband in the face with her stiletto heels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good God, the mighty. Yeah, the last unicorn. I still think the animation holds up too to this day. But I mean, ultimately, this is just really good for him to be able to get some of his agency back. And really, yeah. I think what you were saying that I agree with is that the biggest tragedy of this is that he had stuff he wanted to publish, but couldn't for yeah. fear of it being taken from him. Well, he literally didn't have the control to publish his unpublished works. Yeah. yeah. And, and like he couldn't and, publish it. And even then, if he approached and was like, Hey, I want to publish this. He knows he's in a legal battle right now. And this fucking snake is going to take all the money. It's going to take it. all of it and is going to obscure it and obfuscate it. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's that's, in my opinion, the saddest thing. It's kind of it. similar to, um, in a t very light degree, it reminds me of like Dave Chappelle and the Chappelle show and how like his name and his intellectual property was taken from him yep. by Viacom for a long time. And he finally got it back. Um, and then the much less fortunate than Dave was the, uh, individual that the, the show or the documentary on Netflix was like Mia Moore or something. I'm trying to remember the, exact title but about the uh, hispanic oh, yeah. um horoscope uh phenomenon uh, who, yeah wasn't who, he's a puerto rican like legend i don't know if he's puerto rican i think he was i think he was spanish what was he uh was he? yeah i thought he was huge now, he was huge in all spanish-speaking countries uh, he was an international uh, mucho mucho amor mucho, the legend mucho, of walter yes. mercado yeah mucho mucho amor who who had who literally had his... Uh, he was Puerto Rican. Oh, he was. I'm sorry. All right. He had his name and everything taken from him by his uh, his manager. Yeah, it was like his business manager, I think. And couldn't perform his television show for like over a decade. Yeah. And was... And it really was at the end of his life and kind of like took it out of him. Took like... Really took a lot of the, the life out of him. Yeah. Which is crazy because he was like a, a phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was insanely, insanely popular. Yeah. So, I mean, I think he got to uh, meet um, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Mm -hmm. And, like, Lin-Manuel was, like, talking about how ubiquitous he is in Hispanic culture and how he was a part of his life growing up um, and how they watched the show, you yeah. know, on a regular basis. Well, good for, for Beagle. So good for Peter S. Yeah. Beagle. It's good to see, you know, something like this come out on the good side. And it's it's also good to see the court systems working. Absolutely. And, and it's good and to raise awareness of shit like this. Yeah. I mean, elder abuse is a real thing. Absolutely. And uh it it uh it takes a back seat to a lot of things. Um, but it's it's real. It's also um I remember reading it's one of the biggest growing uh like legal um avenues like uh, when you're becoming a lawyer or a judiciary 
and you specialize in things, elder abuse is one of the skyrocketing like emphases that you can have as an attorney. Good. Because fuck anybody that abuses elderly people. They need help. Yeah. And a lot of us, you know, if you're not lucky enough to end up with a wife or kids or if unfortunate event happens where your like wife or kids pass away and you end up alone when you're older, um, you you still have every bit of like right to your your money. Yeah. And your. Well, I agree. I agree. It is fucked up. But I think what's also more fucked up is the means and avenues that people can take away old people's agencies. Excuse me. Elderly people's agencies. I don't mean to demean them by calling them old people. It is a fact that they are old. But that's not the what's necessarily on the chopping block. What it is is that you know someone can just simply file a court paperwork and say that you're not within your. Um, I mean, uh, help me. You don't have your mental. F- yeah, your mental anymore. faculty. Yeah, they yeah, can, they're they not can, together. And it's like there's no uh, test. There's no. Um, yeah, measure. there's no screening. It's there's just no their word against yours. Yeah, and it like I said, it's one of the hardest things in the world to disprove. When someone calls you crazy. Yeah. Dave Chappelle said this a long time ago. The worst thing in the world to be called is crazy because it takes away your agency to fight back. Yeah. It's almost impossible to disprove it. And then any emotion, like any, any attempt, non, any emotional attempt to show your frustration is used as proof against you. AKA and, Shutter Island. And now they're gaslighting you. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're being gaslit. Which too. I just saw Shutter Island with Blake. Yep. About like a week or two ago. That movie's fantastic. Like, yeah. How did I go all these years? I, you've never seen Shutter Island? No. Dude, I told him. I was like. I didn't, this, that's this, like one of Scorsese's best movies. I, I, I thought was, that movie I, was fucking dope. And, and I took it real easy on him, Liam, because like we were scanning through and Shutter Island came up. I was like, hey, you ever seen this? And he was like, no. And I was like, I just hit click. I didn't say, hey, it's a great movie. <laughs> hey, it's wonderful. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a really good movie. Well, because he film. knows that I'm gun shy. Yeah. Because he yeah. said, he said uh, <laughs> The Relic. That's the one that I'll never forget. Like he was like, no, Tarver, The Relic is a legit legitimately good movie and i watched the relic and i kept looking over at him and be like are we gonna and talk about like, how bad this is I was now like, no nah, not yet we'll wait till it's till it's done yeah you know. the relic is a piece of hot so doo-doo. i didn't say shit i didn't say shit about shutter island i didn't tell him it was yeah. good i didn't tell him it was bad i told him it was a leonardo dicaprio movie with fucking put your money in the bank bro mark ruffalo <laughs> And uh, and I and Martin Scorsese <laughs> directed it, so you know it's got good things going for it. But I didn't I didn't throw any. Like, I liked it a lot. It's great. It's a great film. It got over the re- and to answer your question, it got overshadowed because um, Inception. Leo, yeah, Leo had done a lot of shit that year. Yeah. And Inception came out, and then Shutter Island came out, and by time Shutter Island came out, we weren't done with Inception and the thimble, and everyone was like, yeah, it was oh, a groundbreaking. Yeah, yeah, was a groundbreaking yeah, everyone was all about Inception, but Shutter Island came out shortly after, and it got overlooked for the Inception hype. Inception hype? Yeah. Christopher Nolan's one of his last good ones. <laughs> well, you got to say the thing about Nolan, he's a groundbreaker. Like, he, when he makes a film, it's a, it's a, it's a spectacle. So that's really cool too, which is what you need too. You got to be creative as a filmmaker. It's it's you got to have chops, but the most important thing is to do something different. Listen, Tarver, if I sink my teeth into your eye, could you stop me before I blinded you? Why don't you try and find out? Shutter Island, <laughs> great film, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, go film. ahead and try it. Yeah, I was like, Leo is a scary mother. When, when he fucker. looks at yeah, you, when that when yeah. that exchange happens, I was like. I don't you got know the guy, he, if I could take him if he like 
came at me. You got the guy from like Silence of the Lambs, who's a big dude, you know, he's scary like, dude. Well, if I sunk my teeth into your eye, <laughs> do you think you could stop me before you went blind? Adrian, you're not ready. <laughs> She's a great big old fat one. Sure not. Take Adrian out. I can't give him his recommendation. <laughs> was he in Toy Story? Nobody wants this more than I do for you. Uh, hmm? Was he also a voiceover artist in Toy Story? <laughs> he might have been. I don't know. It just it seems similar to me for some reason. <laughs> All right, I th- I think that's about the end of the show, Young Blakeius. Yeah, yeah. God damn it! I wanted to get to the Microsoft article because it was great, but we'll probably save that one for next week. Or Looks like I masterly maneuvered away from that one. <laughs> yep, we did, but it's okay. We'll probably cover it in the basement. My too. name Liam. My, 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 my name is Liam. My name is Liam. My name is Liam. My name is Liam. I'm Spartacus. I am Spartacus. My name is Liam. <laughs>